This Shabbos is a very special Shabbos. It is Tisha B'Av. But Shabbos Kodesh does not give way to Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av gives way to Shabbos. We push Tisha B'Av off. Now, Dvarim Shabbat Sina, things that are of a private nature, are, of course, uh, things we don't do uh, on Shabbos even though it is Shabbos, and even though Shabbos does not give way to Tish B'Av. But in everything else, which is not a Dabr Shabbat Sina, we should really push the Shabbos as hard and as strong and as powerfully and as joyfully as we can to fight the negativity of Tish B'Av. To, to, to Tish B'Av is uh, the day we cried for no good reason or perhaps for no reason whatsoever and Shabbos is a day that gives us every reason to live a whole week long that everything we do a whole week long can and should be the covered Shabbos Kodesh and so certainly on Shabbos Kodesh itself we should try our best, and particularly this Shabbos, to feel the Shabbos, not just to appreciate the outer parts of Shabbos, how we're dressed and how we eat, but the real Shabbos part of Shabbos, the part where we realize that we don't need to do any malacha on Shabbos, because however things are, they're guided by the kind, loving hand and guidance of the of the creator of the universe. And that when we realize that, and we realize that coming to Eretz Yisrael, being in Eretz Yisrael, being in Shabbos, is for our benefit, is an expression of Hashem's love for us, then we hopefully not only mitigate but eliminate to the extent that we possibly can each and every one of us and all of us together the negative impact of Tishabov. And then on the tenth of Av, when the base of Megadish was still burning, right, this year we should really take to heart what Chazal say, that anybody who mourns for Yerushalayim, will see, will merit, and be privileged to see its rebuilding. Now the fact that Chazal said this way back when implies that it's been a problem or a challenge, let's say, for Jews even not too long after the destruction of the base of Mikdash and the exile from Eretz Yisrael. And so it's not a new problem. It's something that we've been grappling with for years. And the question, which I don't know if it's an age-old question, but which is certainly uh, at least a contemporary question of how can I mourn something that I never had or never knew, 
depends on how you view and how you define Yerushalayim. If Yerushalayim is uh, just some city on a hill, or if it's a the base of Mikdash, some building, then you're only seeing the outside of Yerushalayim. You're only seeing the external. But the real mourning for Yerushalayim, as Rabbein Uzal says, look at Maran, Yerushalayim is the heart. And Yerushalayim is the heart of the world. It's the whole sensitivity of the world, of what life should be like. So if we're asking a question, and we all ask it, how can I mourn what I never knew? Well, that in itself is your answer. Because the very fact that you're numb and you're unaware of what there is to mourn isn't itself reason to mourn. Right? The famous Katzkevort, uh, and it's been said also in the name of others. Right? Somebody doesn't f- have enough feeling to mourn for Yerushalayim or to mourn for his own being, for his own life. What is he living for if he doesn't have that sensitivity? It's hard because we have been gullus for 2,000 years collectively. It's hard because we're bombarded by uh, an alien culture, an alien way of thinking. When I say alien, I mean it's antithetical in many ways to the Torah Kedoshah, and it's alien to our own selves because it claims to be as legitimate not only vis-a-vis humankind as a whole, but even within our own circles, within our own way of thinking, it claims for itself a a legitimacy which it really doesn't have. It is really a shifcha. It's really only a servant to the Torah Kedosha. So if we mourn for our own numbness, for our own insensitivity, for our inability to see beyond the walls of the base of Megdish that we hope will, will be rebuilt swiftly uh, in our own lifetimes, if we fail to realize all the activity of what's going on the inside of the base of Megdish, the hustle and the bustle of people of Yidden running and moving to reconnect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, hear someone crying because of uh, something that he did wrong and he needs to bring a carbon, hear someone rejoicing that he has Bikurim to bring, hear Levim singing, hear the Kohanim in, in deep contemplation of what means the Achdus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu over there the, in the Lishka Sagozis, the Sanhedrin, the Shivim Ponim of Torah, the 70 members of the Sanhedrin, all there exuding the dignity and the, and the Das of the Torah Kadesha. And we start thinking about some of the activities that were going on, that the base of English is not just the walls, the gold and the marble and the architectural beauty, but what's going on the inside of the Hakrava, of the coming close and closer and closer still, then we can start to mourn and feel that we actually have lost something. And Rez Hashem, when we'll be Zoicha, when we'll merit, 
mourning for the base of Mikdash will also be privileged and see its rebuilding. Bakarav Bemhervi Amenu Amen.